Hello and welcome everyone. My name is Doug P and this is the Grind Podcast Edition. I just want to quickly take a moment to mention that this podcast is a way that I can share my day-to-day grind, my updates on what I'm doing and how I'm trying to qualify for the Pro Tour, as well as just share the things I'm doing around different social media platforms. I understand that some people like Twitter the best, others Facebook groups, some are Discord users, some people like Instagram, Snapchat, and there are people who consume different types of media and want to see different types of media than they've already encountered. The more people I talk to, especially this weekend at the Face to Face 5K, shout out to face2facegames.com, sorry, for putting a fantastic production together and an incredible tournament and an incredible winner, Dean McLaren. If you don't know who Dean McLaren is, you should definitely look him up. He's the older brother of Sean McLaren and an incredible player sponsored by Haruya Hopes. And Dean is on the same pro team that I am on this year, or I should say that I was on. I actually, after the first pro tour, knew that I wouldn't be able to play the next two. So I uh, subbed off the pro tour, at least tried to sub off. And it was a bit of a misunderstanding of timeline. I tried to get Kyle Bogomus onto the team in my wake and have Daniel Fournier become the captain, but I missed the deadline and that responsibility falls solely on myself. So I do uh, feel bad about that, but going forward, I, I just told Daniel that I wanted to sub off the team and um, move on to trying to qualify for the last two pro tours by myself, simply because my hope was to replace myself so the team can be acquiring points. I was weighing them down by getting some acting contracts. Okay, so let's jump right into it. Now that you know who I am and what I've been up to, the face-to-face open this weekend was so much fun. I saw so many people I hadn't talked to in a long time. And a lot of people were asking me about how things are going with the channel. So I realized if I just record a daily podcast and put it out there, then anyone who is actually interested in keeping up to date with what I'm doing can just come to the podcast and have a quick short summary. And people who aren't interested but want to follow me on one stream, they can still do that. Uh, But I might put you onto some things that you haven't seen before. For example, Instagram. That's going to be The big thing that I'm talking about, I have been meeting a lot of people in the Instagram community who are just really cool. There's people all around the world who are playing Magic and posting about it, showing their collections, showing their decks. I started a page called Top Top MTG Content on Instagram. The idea with this page is people who are newer to Instagram or who might not follow Magic on Instagram come to here. I spend probably two to three hours a day just browsing hashtags on Instagram, looking through the top content creators, looking at who they're referring, going through posts and trying to curate a list of posts you might find valuable to spread the love all around Instagram. Um, Obviously I'm doing this with an intent of people following the curation page. Of course, that's something that I would benefit from. Uh, but instead of just running Doug PMTG and my own personal Instagram, I figured it was worth it to start shedding a spotlight on these Instagrammers with the hopes that you, you don't even have to follow me, but if you search me every once in a while and then click on the followers that I'm suggesting, browse through their photos, you might find someone that you like. So check out Instagram, uh, top MTG content. You can follow me if you like, but even if you don't follow me, 
give a look through my profile and spread some love around Instagram to people who have been uh, really active over there on Instagram. Now for gameplay, I'm shifting my focus to standard. I was playing humans last week. I felt very prepared. I went to the tournament. I went 2-2. I only lost to two humans players. I did get a game loss in round four. I was outside catching up with my good friend, Eric, who it's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Eric. And I saw everyone go inside, but just kept talking. And I don't really know if I regret that decision. I did get a game loss, but I lost to my friend Francis Toussaint in a human's mirror. He played great. Um, I had some land problems, but I think Francis was outplaying me enough that it might have still gone his way even if I didn't have the land problems. The other humans player I lost to was newer with humans and I was able to point out a few of the sequence errors he made. And he actually went on to top eight the event only to lose to Dean in the quarters. So I felt pretty good about how I did. I then spent the whole day having fun with friends like Chantel Campbell from Proven Combatants. Uh, there were some local Twitch streamers that talked to me about this new foray that I'm doing. And it was just a good community day for me. I've been taken out of the community for the past few years, trying to really attack uh, my improvement in other areas, such as my voice, learning how to sing, learning how to dance, uh, increasing my skill in acting so that I could tour doing those passions that I have. And that is still something I'm actively doing. I have just found myself a vocal coach that is newer at vocal coaching. So I'm going to be her first client and I get a better rate because of that. So it should be a win-win and I'm really excited for that. Then for gameplay this week on standard front, I'm planning on playing a lot of green black snakes since a friend of mine and teammate from my pro path crew days, which was a group of, uh, individuals trying to get better and qualify for the pro tour. He's playing green black at the team GP this weekend. So I plan on playing lots of games to give as much positive feedback as I can possibly give for that team. Since I really believe in those players, I think that they have a really good shot with the amount they've been preparing to do some damage. These are players who are local grinders and uh, definitely considerably better than me at certain aspects of the game. For example, uh, puzzle aspects like KCI, um, line recognition and out counting during the game, these guys uh, on this team are phenomenal at. The way that they debrief games kind of inspires me personally to do a better job in the moment analyzing my outs and what I have to lose by certain attacks or certain plays. Now I'm playing MTG Arena. I'm in love with MTG Arena. I think that for me, it's going to be completely free to play forever because I want to prove the free to play model can work. It takes grinding. It takes perseverance. But for example, last week, I just played my dailies every day and I had been saving up gold and not buying packs. So this weekend I was able to uh, foot the bill for two Dominaria drafts, of which I succeeded in seven wins in the first one. Let me do a third. And then I went four, three in the third, but I left myself at the end of that with enough gold or gems to do, uh, sorry, that was the fourth, to do a fifth draft. So I was able to free roll one week of playing into five potential drafts, which was a lot of fun. I played Wizards for the first time in Dominaria and I really liked being able to stop and really think about certain picks. I do understand I'm drafting against bots, 
but I think there's a lot to be gained from using it as an experience to ask friends, take screenshots in the moment, maybe take a break, go for a walk, clear your mind and think about the pics. Maybe if there's something that you had heard on a podcast, like unlimited resources, and you think, holy smokes, this feels like a scenario that Ben Stark talked about in the episode he was on a year ago, similar signaling scenario, just different now that we're in Dominaria, you have the opportunity to just pause your draft, go back, listen to limited resources, it's still there in the archives, and potentially make a better pick, which is now actualizing your learnings, as opposed to simply hearing something and in the moment when you have 20 seconds to make this pick and pack one that could actually change the direction of your draft or make the audible confidently and pack three to go back to a singleton card you'd taken early, but now that plus a bomb plus the signals you're receiving in pack one, you think the lane will be open for a second color. These are very, very vague examples that I'm not using to try and teach you something about a draft I did, but more the type of mindsets I believe players need to start adopting if they want to qualify for the Pro Tour. I also just want to say that during most of my time competing for the Pro Tour, I did a very bad job of actualizing this. And I had players helping me in my own mindset, like Alex Hain was a huge help. Uh, Karyong Tom was a huge help. Sammy T was a huge help. Lots of locals really helped me. So just make sure you're talking to people around you. Uh, make sure you're really trying to learn from what you're doing and you don't have to spend a lot of money to do it. So that wraps up what I've been doing today uh, and over the weekend. And I'm looking forward to putting another one of these out tomorrow. Thanks for listening. podcast you just heard was recorded with anchor if you want to make your own download the android or ios app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast that's anchor.fm slash podcast